0: And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time
1: and bring. Thank you for being here today. This is Kevin Conover. I'm your host. You're on Educate for Life Radio here in Southern California. We're broadcasting on K Praise 1210 a.m. and FM 106.1 in North County. We're also all over the web. If you're listening live, you can catch us on Facebook. And we'll also be, of course, on YouTube and the rest of the social media platforms. My ministry is educateforlife.org. And my goal is to help people become confident in their Christian faith. And it's an apologetics ministry. I teach 12th grade Bible apologetics at our local Christian high school. And uh, I've been doing that for about 12 years now. And uh, we've got this radio program where we bring people onto the program who God has radically changed their lives. And then ultimately, uh, God is using them to uh, love him and love others all around the world. And so I'm very, very blessed and excited for our guest today, You've probably heard of her very likely. She's been around for a long time. And she, she <laughs> I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Kay, let me tell them a little bit about you. Her name's Kay Author. She's taught and hosted what are called Precepts for Life, reaching more than 75 million households each day through radio and television in more than 30 countries for more than 20 years. She's the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Christian Women and Media Association. She's also, and this is incredibly impressive, the author of over 100 books and Bible studies with over 10 million in print. Uh, That is just phenomenal. Precept, uh, her ministry, uh, just is celebrating their 50th anniversary in October. They're in 190 countries now and 96 languages. And Kay, you know... um, I am so excited to have you on the program today. It's really interesting to me. Every time I bring up your name, if, if, if uh, I'm talking to somebody and we're having a discussion about Bible studies or ministry and your name comes up, Kay Arthur comes up, the first thing out of the person's mouth I hear is, I love that woman so much. And uh, not, not every, everybody gets those accolades uh, you know, when you bring up their name. And I wanted to ask you... Why do so many people love you so much? Um, what is it about the way you minister that causes people to appreciate you so much? And I know that's kind of asking you to brag about yourself, but but uh I'm I mean it in all honesty.
0: <laughs> I I think I think it's because I love them, you know. And uh and they love me because love begets love usually. And especially in the children, you know, we're known by uh our love for one another when we're children of God. So, um, and it goes back to a story about when I became a Christian, but I just want to tell you, I love our relaxed format. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) And I love it that I could laugh that I've been around for a long time. (laughs) So let's just tell the audience how old I am. Okay. I I am 86 years old. Wow. And in November, I will be 87 and it is so exciting that I am still able to be used of God, you know. And right now uh, we have uh, one of my goals when I was confronted by a board member, the chairman of the board, what is your goal? And I said, my goal is to write a precept course, which is the the catalog, the Rolls Royces <clears throat> of Bible studies as as requiring time, but benefits that come with it. And uh, so, uh, I, I um, so my goal was to write a precept course on every book of the Bible. And so now we have a precept course in sixty four <clears throat> languages, and there are sixty six books in the Bible.
1: Yeah, I think so, that's uh, that's actually something I wanted to ask you about. Um, is I want to ask you about the inductive Bible study method because you know. I, I was reading up on some of the things that you've written and um, you know, you said, and I, I, this is a quote that I, uh, I got from you. You said here, um, let's see. Well, specifically you said that you think that biblical illiteracy is one of the biggest problems in America today and the American church today. And so you have this huge emphasis on inductive Bible study. Why, Why is inductive Bible study so important to you, and how did you get started on that um, as opposed to, you know, another form of Bible study?
0: Okay, so that'll go back, and that'll blend into how I came to know the Lord. okay? Okay. So we'll put it all together. By the time I was 29 years old, I was married, I was divorced, I was immoral. I never planned to be divorced, and I never planned to be immoral. I was raised in the church and I had a religion without a relationship because I was in a church that recited the book of prayer, you know, every Sunday, except if it was a special Sunday. And then we did a a different one. I knew nothing about the word of God. And after I got saved, I remember standing there and we were saying the Apostles Creed or the Lord's Prayer. I can't remember which one it was. This was so long ago. And I thought, I wonder if they know what they're saying because the veil had been lifted off my eyes and I moved as I have said uh, many times before from a religion to a relationship Hmm. so I was in I I found my life I had two sons by my first husband and then uh, he went to seminary but it was a seminary that was more uh, critical of the scriptures than it was believing and embracing and, and learning how to study the Word of God, you know. So they would go through Genesis and put different uh, markings, J, D, P, and they're trying to figure out who wrote Genesis. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was very, very clear that Moses wrote it. and uh, And you said, how did he know that stuff? And God revealed it to him. So we go back to Genesis chapter 1, In the Beginning God. So I... I became convicted, I ended up having an affair with a man that I met at a traffic uh, hearing when I got, uh, I had to uh, go to a traffic school or I had to pay a fine. So I decided I'd go to a traffic school for a little rear-ending accident that I had. And this is where I met this man. And when I met him, I was very attracted to him and I did not know he was married, and I didn't know that he was married for quite some time. But falling in love with him, and then finding out that he was married, he had six children, and he was married and had five children, and his wife was pregnant with the sixth child. And so I just began a descent right in to immorality. Now, was, and I this, had had, was this yeah,
1: before or after you were a Christian, Kay? Oh, no, this is before I was a Christian. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, so I'm sorry. No, that's so right. So this is how I came to know the Lord. And so I ended up being immoral, and there's a scripture, and it says the things I didn't want to do, I did, and the things that I should have done, I couldn't do. Oh, wretched man, oh, wretched woman that I am, who will deliver me from this body of flesh? And I was just crying out to God, and... uh so, and feeling so guilty, and I thought, I can't live this way anymore. By now, I was working at Johns Hopkins on a research team. I'm a nurse, and I was working on the research team, and one day I called the doctor, and it was July 12, 1963, and I called the doctor, and I said, Dr. Cheek, I can't come to work. I, I'm sick, and I thought, I am sick. I just have an illness that nobody can fix because it's not physical, and so I got one little boy. I had two sons. And I got one off to day school. And then I told the other one I got down on my knee, uh, on my haunches, so to speak. And I looked him in the eye and I said, Mark, honey, mommy's got to be by herself. Will you let me be alone for just a few minutes? And I ran upstairs and fell down beside the bed and I cried out to God, Kevin. And I said, Oh, God. I don't care if I never see another man as long as I live. I don't care if you paralyze me from the neck down. I don't care what you do to me or to my two boys, if you'll just give me peace. And there on my knees, the Lord gave me the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, yet shall you be as white as snow. And as a result of that, God put some Christians in my life and one of them brought me a Phillips translation of the New Testament and it had come out of England and I was reading the book of Romans and I came to this verse and it's a quote from Hosea and it says and he speaking of God called her speaking of Israel and he called her and he I'm sorry that's right yeah, and he said to her, her beloved. and he called her, I'm sorry, and he called her beloved when there was nothing lovely about her. Mm. And I read that verse, he called her beloved when there was nothing lovely about her, and I thought, God, that's me. You called me beloved when there was nothing lovely about me. And um, I just got into the word of God. He brought me that Bible, as I told you. I would lay on the floor, I would put the kids to bed, I'd lay on my living room floor with that open Bible and I would read and I remember one day, I just rolled on my back and and I laughed because I thought, Lord, Lord, you, uh, you have promised to supply all my needs. Do you see that verse? Do you see that verse? I'm rich, I don't have to worry, you can take care of me. And that was good because by then my husband had committed suicide and uh so my ex husband had committed suicide. Mm. And so here I was and I I wanna read you a verse. I want to read you Psalm one sixteen, not the whole thing. But I wrote this down and uh it was it was uh my early days of Christianity and this psalm I, I wrote it gripped my heart. It was on it was my testimony. Now It is shared with others. And this is what it says. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I shall call upon him as long as I live. The cords of death encompassed me. The terrors of Sheol came upon me. I found distress and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech you. Save my life. And that's what I called on July the 12th, 1963, in Baltimore, Maryland, in my home, on my knees, in front of my bed. And God God just began to transform me through the Word of God. It Mm -hmm. comes down in the verse, and it says in verse 12, What shall I render to the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? I shall lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I shall pay my vows now to the Lord. Oh, may it be in the presence of his people. And I thought never did I dream that I would be giving my testimony, you know, not only here but all around the world, and that I would be able to share everything that comes in that cup of salvation and all the things that are associated with the name of the Lord eventually I would write a book, Lord, I Want to Know You, which is a study on the names of God. And then he says, precious, it goes on, verse 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly one. And next to it, I have written my husband's name, Jack, and January the 19th in 2017. And so this this is my testimony. And the reason I think people know that I love them is because I tell them and because I really and truly do, because they're part of the body of Jesus Christ, and Mm. God is love. And uh, the way, you know, 1 John tells us how we know that we are Christians, and one of them is the way that we love others. And so when you hear all of this hatred being spewed these days, you know, these are people that don't know God. Mm. These are people that desperately need to know God. So the Word of God had such an influence on me in finding out His promises that eventually God just laid on my heart that I was to go to Bible school. And so God, through a set of circumstances, took me from Baltimore, Maryland, to Chattanooga, Tennessee, to Tennessee Temple. And I started going to to, uh, school and to chapel and i just sit there and cry. And I thought, I didn't know these things. I wasn't saved until I was 29. And I thought, Lord, I did not know this. I just didn't know it. And uh, I was just talking to Sally Burke, who is the president of Moms of Prayer, and uh, talking to her and telling her that just just knowing God, you know, knowing his word, and, uh, just transform me and how burdened I am right now for people in the United States of America that have no knowledge of God. So she's, she's using precept and then she's using prayer and so they're putting the two things together and it's exciting to see what God is doing.
1: That's awesome. I know your testimony has impacted so many people all over the world. My guest today is Kay Arthur, if you're listening, if you've just tuned in, and she has an incredible testimony of how God radically impacted her, changed her from um, just all kinds of mistakes that she made in her life, and then took her and used her to be able to be a blessing to so many people all over the world. So stay with us. We're going to be right back, and I have got uh, some questions for her. About what she sees as the solution to some of the stuff we're dealing with in our culture today, the sexual promiscuity that's going on in our culture today. So stay with us, we're gonna be right back.
0: If you need to buy an affordable, reliable
1: used car, truck, or even an enclosed trailer, call Conover Tires Wheels and Service in Oceanside. For tires and car repairs you can trust, call Dan Conover and his team at 760-439-1631. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. They're ASE, BBB, and NAPA certified. And they're proud supporters of Educate for Life. Learn more at ConoverTires.com. Check out their great reviews, 760-439-1631. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. Fastlanesailing.com. 619-222-0766. Thanks for being here today. This is Kevin Connor. I'm your host on Educate for Life Radio. We're down here in Southern California broadcasting on K Praise 1210 a.m., your local Christian radio station, as well as FM 106.1 in North County. And my guest today is K. Arthur. And uh, Kay Arthur has an incredible testimony, if you don't know who she is, just an amazing testimony of how God brought her out of um, a, a lot of promiscuity, and, as well as an affair that she, she had, and just a lot of very difficult things. And ultimately, God has used her to um, start an inductive Bible study um, uh, t- uh, over really covering the whole Bible that's all over the world now. Um, they are in 190 countries and 96 languages. And precept.org, if you want to check it out and learn more about the ministry, you can support them. You can also uh, get involved, become a leader. They have a huge emphasis on leadership now and developing leaders to lead Bible studies. So if that's you, if you're somebody who's interested in learning how to lead a Bible study, we need that. Uh, As Christians, people need to learn how to know the Word of God, Um, because once we learn the Word of God, we can build our lives on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. But without that, it's very difficult. Um, to live out what God has uh, taught us in his word. And Kay, I wanted to ask you, you know, um, as a high school teacher, I teach 12th grade students. A lot of the kids come to me and they say, Mr. Conover, I want to follow God, but I just keep falling into sin. I keep falling into temptation. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. That was something you struggled with as a young uh, teen girl. Um, What are your thoughts on How to answer those types of questions for the kid that wants to follow god but seems to keep struggling with temptation
0: good you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free and so i believe that you have to know who god is what he says what he promises and then if i walk in the light of that then i will have the power of the holy spirit if i walk by the if we are live by the spirit if we get saved and have the holy spirit then we are to walk by the spirit so uh, this is this is critical, and I hope I, I would, in time, unveil some of these things to you. But let me just go back and tell you that I didn't struggle a whole lot with immorality as a teenager as much as I did as an adult. And when I was a teenager, it's because I had a goal, and my goal was to be a virgin when I walked down the aisle. And so that goal held me. What held me afterwards and what's held me in any kind of temptation now is knowing God and knowing that, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you and you're not your own and you've been bought with a price, therefore you're to glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So I ended up, and I'll tell you this and then we can come to it later, because I believe that God is going to judge America and a judgment is sound and a lot of it has to do with our immorality and it all goes back to what we believe about the book of genesis and the fact that there is in a sense no fear of god before our eyes the bible talks about this because there's no knowledge of god Mm. and so first of all you know i had all these dreams i i lived on the movies and the drama of it all and stuff like this and reading novels that weren't blatant like they are now because it was forbidden and they would never get published, but reading those, but carrying them on in my mind. The solution to immorality is to walk by the spirit and then no sex until marriage, because marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. So let me go back and tell you how I started working with teenagers, okay? Okay. So I'm in Bible school, and I'm praying for a husband. And I write a paper on Genesis where God sends Eliezer out, uh, uh, Jacob's servant, to find a bride for Isaac. And so I wrote it on hunting husbands and winning wives. And I said, Lord, I don't see anybody that will marry me or uh, that I want to marry, but would you search all over the world, and would you bring me the man of your choice? And so one day I was uh, talking to someone. They said, have you ever heard of that missionary Jack Arthur? And uh, we weren't talking about marriage, but I said no, and they told me about him, and then it was Christmas break. I go home. I I have shared the gospel with my family, not well, But I sent them all a you-must-be-born-again letter, which did not go over well. My father was an Episcopal priest, and he didn't like it, neither did any of the family. My sister looked at me, who was 11 years my junior, and said, excuse me, this is what she said, I don't give a damn. If I go to hell, you leave me alone. Oh, wow. Well, that broke up the family table. We didn't talk like this to people at the table, and we were loving normally. So I go up to my bedroom, fall on my knees where I'm staying on Christmas break. I have my two boys with me, and I'm going to go back to Tennessee Temple. And I fall on my knees, and I cry out to God, and I said, God, am I crazy? They don't understand me. There's no connection here at all. And I think it's honestly because they had a religion without a relationship at that time. You know, we never talked about the scriptures or that, but we went through the ceremony every Sunday at church. So I'm on my knees, and all of a sudden, it comes into my mind, Kevin, you're gonna marry Jack Arthur. And I thought, Jack Arthur? And, so I, and I thought, I've heard about him. And so it just was, that was it, you're gonna marry Jack Arthur. So I get back to school, I get his prayer card, because he's a graduate of Tennessee Temple, and I get his prayer card, so I know what he looks like when he comes along.
1: <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
0: So I'm working at a hospital, 12-hour shifts, and uh, trying to take care of the boys and pay my bills and all of that, and the hospital calls me and says, it's a diagnostic hospital, and they said, we don't need you this weekend, Kay. It's the only time they ever said that they didn't need me. And I thought, Lord, but I need, I need the money, and God brought the scripture to my mind. See, when you know scripture, then the Holy Spirit can bring it back to your mind. And he brought the scripture to my mind in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so I said, okay, God, I don't know why, but thanks anyway. And so since I was off, I decided I would take the kids to a concert that was going to be at our school. Afterwards, we went out and to the Happy Corner. And uh, I did buy the boys some ice cream cones. And all of a sudden, I heard my younger of the two say, Mr. Arthur would you please sign my Bible? Now, I didn't tell him that God had told me this was going to be their daddy. But, <laughs> That's but anyway, we had been praying for this missionary. Yeah. So there I was with two ice cream cones in my hand, melting, and to make a long story short, because and there's a lot to the story and it's fun, but to make a long story short, when Jack proposed to me, I said, I want to tell you something. God told me 11 months ago that you were and I were going to be married. And he looked at me and said, "Well, I didn't have a chance, did I?
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> now my burden from the time I got saved, because reading the Word of God made all the difference in the word, uh, all the difference in our lives. And let me just pause here and say this. This is the teacher in me. But God tells us, and Jesus tells us when he's being tempted by the devil, it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Well, how many words have come out of the mouth of God? Well, they come in number of 66 books of the Bible. And so when I pick up my Bible, I am looking at words that are breathed by God, that, that are truth, and that will set, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You know, And everything that pertains to life and godliness is in this book. And this is what he tells us in in, uh, Peter. And he tells us that Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable. It works for doctrine, for what do I believe, for reproof to show me where I'm wrong, for instruction in righteousness to show me how I'm to live, that the woman or the man of God might be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto every good work of life. He also tells, in that same passage where he does this, he tells them uh, that uh, from he tells Timothy, Paul's writing to Timothy, it's his final letter, and he says that um, that uh, from a child you have known the Scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation. We've got to know the Word of God. We've got to not only know it, but we've got to earnestly contend for the words which were given once for all. We've got to contend for truth. We don't do it ugly. We do it in the in the uh, under the direction of the Holy Spirit. We share the Word of God. God has to open their eyes. God has to turn them from light to darkness. Right now, I'm communicating with a guy that's on the golf team from Ger- and he's from Germany and UTC recruited him. Well, I came to know him on the plane, when the plane in Chattanooga, couldn't take off, and, uh, and so we had a long conversation, and then when God was finished presenting the gospel, we took off. I ended up telling him, I just want you to know, Leo, that if you pursue what you were telling me you're pursuing, you're going to end up in hell. Mm. And... And, and you will eventually be in the lake of fire where the worm dies not and the fire is not quenched. So I just want to tell you that. Also, if you want any of our Bible studies, we have them in German. So you can study it in your own language. Well, Leo got saved.
1: Praise God. Not
0: right there. And then he didn't, he didn't pray with me on the phone, mm-hmm. but he gets saved. He gives me his address. And now Leo is just, you know, just in love with the Word of God. And, and wanting to teach it and wanting to live it accordingly and, and that, and God sent him a wonderful young girl that loves the word of God. So, you know, we're ambassadors for Christ. And, and we, our message is be reconciled to God, you know, and move from death to life, from the power of Satan to the kingdom of God, receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those that are sanctified. And so we end up in Mexico as missionaries, living hand-to-mouth every single month. And somebody asked, because we're in language school, someone asked, who's going to teach? Uh, we need somebody to teach our teenagers. And nobody would volunteer. And I was so embarrassed that nobody would volunteer. And I said, well, I'll do it. And I thought, Lord, I don't know how, but you're, you're going to teach me. And this is when God began to teach me the inductive method. And he gave me a book by Irving Jensen, Independent Bible Study. And I started learning. Well, then I was teaching, uh, so I offered to teach the teenagers. But I also had youth meetings, you know, weekend uh, parties and and get-togethers, and then I would teach them the Word of God. They would come and we would have fun, and then I would teach them the Word of God. And they uh, were getting saved, and then I said to the parents, now who's going to teach them? And nobody would volunteer. And I said, Lord, I don't know how to teach them, but if you'll show me, I'll do it. And little did I realize that that is what God used to birth a ministry that is now 50 years old and in all these countries and in all these languages. Wow, that's amazing. Um, it is amazing, and it's God, it's not me. Any, I tell people from Exodus, you know, any old bush will do to set on fire with the fire of God. You just have to remember you're an old bush. It's got to be his fire.
1: That's great. (laughs) I love it. My guest today is Kay Arthur, if you're listening, if you're just tuning in, and her ministry, Precept.org, if you'd like to learn more about it, especially if you're the kind of person that's thinking, hey, how can I make a difference? You know, a lot of times we look at all the problems in the world and we think to ourselves, oh, my goodness, this is overwhelming. But really, it's just what is right in front of me? What does God have for me right in front of me today? And that might just be... You and somebody else learning um, the Word of God through an inductive Bible study, and they've got all the resources you could possibly need in order to do that. Stay with us. We have another segment here. I want to talk more with um, with Kay Arthur about uh, you know the young women that are growing up today and all that, that they're dealing with. The stat is that one-third of young girls are um, sexually abused, and so we want to talk a little bit about how can we help these young girls To make decisions that help them to move towards God, and also how can we um, help them to deal with a lot of us struggle with why would God allow this to happen in my life? So, we want to talk a little bit uh, with Kay Arthur about that issue also. So, stay with us, we're going to be right back. save money by taking good care of your car call conover tires wheels and service in oceanside locally owned and operated since 1991 with all the brands you trust see their great customer reviews and special offers at ConoverTires.com. dan and his team are proud to support educate for life with kevin conover they even sell affordable reliable used cars and enclosed trailers conover tires 2405 oceanside boulevard 760-439-1631 Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services, from trucks to tankers to towers, at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924.
0: Life insurance is like a parachute. If you don't have it when you need it, it's too late. When your family faces a challenge, you don't want to face liability because you're uninsured or underinsured. Decades of San Diegans have trusted Jim Kelly of Kelly Insurance Agency and Allstate to insure homes, cars, businesses, and lives, no matter where they live throughout California. Your family's needs are always changing. Call to schedule a checkup today. Call Jim Kelly and his team right now, 619-562-9199.
1: Hey, thanks again for being here. If you're watching live on Facebook, I hope you're enjoying the program so far. My guest today is Kay Arthur. I'm Kevin Conover. You're listening to Educate for Life. My website's educateforlife.org. We have over 40 classes online that you can take to learn about the Word of God, to be able to defend the Word of God, to be able to build a firm foundation for you or your children or anybody you might be mentoring so that it can help them to be able to answer all the questions people have about God and the Bible. Why are there so many religions in the world? How do we know that Christianity is true? How did the Bible get put together together? Um, you know who chose what books to be in the Bible? What about the issue of creation and evolution, or what about the cultural issues we're dealing with, like abortion and uh, homosexuality? How do I respond in a way that's both loving but intelligent uh, to my friends and family? And so, all those resources are available on our website. You can check them out there, educateforlife.org. My guest today, Kay Arthur, has been doing inductive Bible study. Um, her ministry just is celebrating their 50th anniversary uh, in October incredible, and they have uh, inductive Bible study over the whole Bible. So so different studies you can do, whether it's on the book of Romans or the book of John or whatever it might be. And aside for that, Kay has authored over a hundred books um, dealing with all kinds of issues. And Kay, one of the things, you know, that pops up in my life a lot when I'm talking to young people is they'll ask questions like, why why did would God let this happen to my life? Why uh, would this where was God when I was going through this event? And this is really, um, I, I have found one of the biggest uh, stumbling blocks or I guess emotional hurdles people have when trying to, to have a relationship with God. How did you deal with that when you were, because you, you went through so much. You went through uh, very, very hard things, a lot of temptation, a lot of sin, a lot of... Um, mistakes you made, and, and, or, or things that were done to you as well as things that you did. And so my question for you is, um, how, did, how were you able to deal with that, as in where was God in those moments? I know you've even written a whole book on this particular subject.
0: Yeah. When a, there's a verse, and it, it talks about, now you are made clean through the word which I have spoken to you. And so God's word is cleansing to us. And it takes care of our sin, but we need to know it and we need to be in it. And so my first advice to anyone is start studying the Word of God. You know, uh, my publisher came to me and said, we have a new project uh, for you. And I said, what is it? And they said, we want you to do a Bible. I said, a Bible? What are you talking about? They said, you know, a study Bible with your notes in it. And I said, I teach people not to read those. <laughs> that's funny. Study that way. Yeah. Teach them how to study the Bible for themselves. So <clears throat> that's why we have an inductive study Bible. But when you read it from Genesis to Revelation, it covers every situation of life. There's no situation of life that, doesn't, that God doesn't have an answer for. The problem is, is we're reading the writings of men and we're not reading the writings of God. Mm. And when you read the writings of God, you're actually having a conversation with God. God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you by the power of His Holy Spirit. He opens your eyes and He begins to teach you precept upon precept. So through His precepts, we get understanding. When we get understanding, we hate every false way. And we hate every false way because it's false and because it leads down the wrong road. So we started with a teen Bible study. When we got home from the mission field, I had a a heart problem, and we had to come home from the mission field. And I remember rolling out of bed and just crying out to God, and, uh, and God then opened up this ministry where I started teaching five women around a kitchen table. I started teaching 15 teens in our home and the teaching of teenagers and the teaching of the women and then eventually the writing of children's inductive study courses. We teach children. We have Discover for Yourself inductive study courses on different books of the Bible. And all of this, we have a How to Study the Bible We have uh, developed 40-minute studies that uh, deal topically with situations like breaking free from the power of sin. We have one on sex. You know, what does the Bible say about sex? So God's covered every area of life. We just need to know where to go and how to get that information. And God does not give us a Bible that says, okay, this section, this chapter's on sex, this chapter's on sanctification, this chapter's on whatever but it's woven together in God's uh, dealing with the children of Israel and what God holds and and is going to happen in the future. One of the things that concerns me most, Kevin, is I believe that America's at the crossroads. I believe that this election will show what our destiny is. Mm. And I believe we're in dire trouble, and if we don't, uh, uh And I believe people want to annihilate the Word of God, they want to get it out of our lives, and they want to rule us. And so I've got to know truth. And when I know truth, then I know my God. And the Bible says in Daniel 11, speaking of difficult times, that the people who know their God will be able to stand firm and take action. So yeah. My, yeah, so my recommendation is if you don't know if you have a real relationship with God, we have a forty-minute study. It's nothing but Scripture. We always Scripture is the foundation. Scripture. It's all about what does it? What does God say? You know, you so, shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free.
1: Amen. And I couldn't agree more regarding you know this election and what's what's happening here. I completely agree. There's certainly a spiritual war going on in our country and around the world, um, without a doubt. Uh, and it's a battle for souls. So, um, you know, I just want to emphasize this, What because this word inductive keeps coming up, and I think this is critical for Christians to be aware of how significant and important inductive Bible study is. Can you, can you um, explain, just for our listeners, because a lot of people don't know what that word means, can you explain what that word inductive means?
0: Yeah, inductive means you go to the Word of God itself to find out what it's saying. And you find out what it's saying through the skill of observation, answering the five W's and an H, who, what, when, where, why, and how. We have, by the way, they can get a book. They can just come on our website, precept.org, and they can get a book that's teach me to study the Bible in 28 days. And that will get them started. If they want to go through a book of the Bible, then we have, God, are you there? Do you care? Do you know about me? Which is a study of the Gospel of John. Both of these are designed to help you learn the skill of observation. Once you find out what it says, and you move to interpretation. Okay, so what does this mean? What, what are you really saying here? What are you saying about God? Oh, you're saying that he's sovereign. That means he does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. That means that what he has purposed will surely come to pass, and what he's planned no man can thwart. And so once I'm getting these truths about God, I'm reading the scriptures, and we tell them, mark the references to God. We tell them, color code it if you want to. Just use a yellow coloring pen and color every reference to God. And then in the margin of the text, write out what you learn about God. So I'm observing the text and then what I need to do is I move from observation to interpretation. What does this mean? And scripture interprets scripture. Scripture does not contradict scripture. So you learn the process of seeing where God talks about his character, his sovereignty in this book, in that book, in Ezekiel, or where God talks about what's going to come to pass. You know, we could be, uh, these are critical, ethical times and we better decide you know, that we're going to follow God no matter what and be willing to lay down our lives for the sake of the gospel, knowing that God is the one that's numbered my days. So I'm not afraid of man, and I'm not afraid of dying because I know I'm absent from the body and present with the Lord. But this came by reading the Word of God, observing the text, five W's and an H, who, what, when, where, why, and how, and then taking that text and and, um, applying it. So it's observation, interpretation, and application. All right, this is what he says. This is what he says about sex. This is what he says about temptation. This is what he says about about, uh, uh, sexual diseases. It's in Proverbs, you know. So I gather my information there on sex, or I gather my information on holiness, or I gather my information on marriage or that. I believe that what we have done, I believe that America needs to repent. And I believe if we do not repent and do not turn around and come back to God, then God is going to judge us tremendously. We're not in prophecy, but we are the major country of the world right now. Mm. But, and we think that we're, we're safe. But see, when, in the 60s, what did we do? We legalized homosexuality. In the sixties we legalized abortion. In the sixties the woman moved out of the house, so to speak, and she was became what they call that famous ad I'm an alias woman, I can bring home the bacon, cook it up in a pan mm. and never ever let you forget you're a man. You know, I'm an age woman, I can do it all. Yeah. And that has destroyed the structure of the family. And the structure of the family is to protect the children. A lot of these kids that are missing school are being sexually abused by uncles or aunts or whatever that's going on now because we are such a sexual society. People are unable to have normal, satisfying sexual relationships because they've got it perverted through pornography. And the way they get their kicks is by looking at the pornography and the body's designed to react and then you want more and more. And so we're in perversion. We've said that there are, uh, I went to speak in England, there are a hundred genders. No, they're not. There are two. Hmm. There's male and there's female. And you have to have a male and a female together to get a child. So we are legalizing sin. Yeah. The Bible tells us in Isaiah that truth is stumbled in the streets. It says that we call evil good and good evil. And so we're we're all twisted in our thinking. But the Bible says also he sent his word, Psalm 107. We, he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all of our destructions. So the word of God is, is a light unto my path. It's a lamp unto my feet. It's a plumb line by which I measure everything that I see. Because if it doesn't line up against with the word of God, with the whole counsel of the word of God it's not true Mm. and the bible tells us that satan is a liar that he abides not in the truth that he's a murderer from the beginning and so he's the one that comes against the word of god and against holy living and righteousness and that and he threatens us but we don't need to be afraid of anybody because god's sovereign yes we may die yes we may lose our job god's sovereign and he will if we can handle it He may have that happen, but we will hear his well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm. The last book of the Bible, Jesus says, behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to their deeds. So I would just challenge him, is your life pleasing to God? And the only way you're going to know is to know what God's word has to say.
1: Mm. Amen. Well, Kay, um... We are just about out of time. I really appreciate you coming on the program today. It was a huge blessing. Thank you so much for all that you do.
0: Well, it's a privilege, and I love talking to you because our hearts are the same. You want them to know how to handle the Word of God. Amen. And that's what we're all about. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, and it will liberate you from the fear of man. The fear of God will overcome the fear of man and you know what? With it comes an abundant life. He says, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly.
1: I love it. That's John ten ten. And, yeah. uh, you know, KR... I'm that, sorry. No, go ahead. Did
0: I tell you the, the, the name of the book, The Truth About Sex? It's everything the Bible has to say about it, and we need to know because we're self-destructing.
1: Yes, yes. It's one of the foremost problems in our culture today. For those of you listening, um, please go to precepts. Uh, precept.org. There's many, many resources out there. Kay Arthur has numerous books on subjects to help you with uh, really getting to know the Word of God. Um, all, that's what she does. That's what her ministry does, is it points people back to the Word of God as the source for hope, healing, and eternal life. And so um, I can't emphasize uh, enough that our churches, you know, uh, pastors, youth pastors, um, we need to know the Word of God. We need to um, get back to inductive Bible study where we're allowing the Word of God to tell us the truth rather than always relying on somebody else to tell us what the Word of God says, but that we would know the Word of God for ourselves and be able to rightly divide the Word of Truth, uh, a workman that doesn't need to be ashamed. So, I hope you really enjoyed the program today. This will be up. Um, the recording will be up on our website as well as on YouTube and, and uh, all over social media. So uh, please take the opportunity to, again, visit precept.org and get involved in leading a, a Bible study. Uh, maybe that's what God is calling you to do next is to begin to teach others the Word of God and and learn the Word of God in the process. So God bless we... you. Yeah, Go ahead, Kay.
0: We can teach him how to do that. Just contact precept.org, and we can train you and teach you.
1: Amen, amen. Have a great day, and we'll be with you again next week. God bless you. I hope that uh, you're safe and ultimately that you're um, relying on God uh, for hope and uh, peace about the future. Take care. Bye bye. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcast and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800 243